Biden arms the world and disarms Americans, the ignorance of the anti-gun culture, and our very special guests, Charlie Cook and John Petrolino. I'm Dan Wass, and this is The Loaded Mic. Democrats understand the leverage firearms bring. As the Ukrainian government asks its citizens to take up arms in the fight against Russia, American Democrats cheer on the efforts. Yet in blatant ignorance of their own support of gun possession by the citizenry, the cry for gun control in America by both Democrats in office and their faithful supporters is deafening. Now, why would Biden loyalists want to block the ownership of firearms by their own fellow citizens? You may remember the Biden administration leaving behind over $80 billion worth of arms and equipment to the Taliban. Now, it seems, the Biden administration is sending one of the most notorious Russians and dangerous world arms dealers and KGB associate back home to Russia so he can get back to work arming the world's most dangerous people. Now, keep in mind, while arming the world, Democrats in America fight relentlessly to disarm the very citizens they represent or their political opposition. So recently, at a gun control vigil, Biden said, quote, our work continues to limit the number of bullets that can be in a cartridge, type of weapons that can be purchased and sold, attempt to ban assault weapons, a whole range of things that are just common sense, end quote. Apparently, M-16s and Black Hawk helicopters in the hands of the Taliban are fine, but you having more than 10 rounds in your handgun? Well, that's unacceptable. Now, it would seem power is being distributed in areas the communist-minded feel would best benefit them. So, why would Biden want violent extremist terror groups, foreign adversaries, and citizens of countries where he is known to have done shady business dealings with his son Hunter to have guns while simultaneously doing everything he can to prevent American citizens from being able to defend themselves against co the common street thug? Or is there someone else the Biden administration and Democrats don't want you to be able to defend yourself from? And why would the Biden administration release Victor, Victor Boot, a man who is known to have armed d drug cartels and violent extremist groups all over the world? Now, should there be a concern for attacks on governments and citizens as a result of this man being freed? And did the Biden administration overlook that possibility? Or are they fully aware of the effects their, accusation, their actions could bring? So, hey, Joe, guess what? You're not getting American guns. Our guns are off limits to you. Today, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the arming of other countries while disarming American citizens. And we are here with John Chiara. Good morning. And Anthony Deso. Mm -hmm. And our very special guests, live in the studio, Charlie Cook from Riding Shotgun with Charlie. Hey now. And writer for Bearing Arms, Ammo Land, John Petrolino. Hello. Fellas, thanks for making the trip. Massachusetts. Charlie's from Massachusetts. John is from Jersey. These guys came to up, upstate New York just to hang out with us. I feel pretty special. What about you, John? Is there a cigar sale locally? There's cigars. John Petrolino brought cigars. I saw the box, big bag. I, I brought a few. I just brought a couple. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Just in case. So, first topic at hand. Biden 
arming the Taliban, $80 billion, correct? $80 billion worth. And arming Ukrainians. See, they recognize firearms in the hands of citizens when it benefits them. But Charlie Cook, mm, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, are your, what are your thoughts, fellas? This is completely ridiculous. Uh, it really says that the, the government doesn't trust us. They don't think we can be safe with things. And it's, uh, it's completely absurd. These, these uh, people in another country, these terrorists, they have a history of doing bad things, and they don't seem like they're good guys. And they have guns, and they will do evil, bad things with these you, guns. You think? <laughs> I know, right? No. <laughs> Captain Obvious over here. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, no, we can trust the Taliban, right? Why not? We yeah. should just go over and hang out with them. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot some guns in the air with them. <laughs> they right. do that, too. They do not a celebrate. <laughs> I was, you know, and there was like the one reporter that says, well, they don't seem to be violent, but they're saying death to America or whatever it was like as she's putting her hijab on because there's no longer free press where they were. Um, yeah, it was, you know, OK, mostly peaceful uh, revolution. But over mostly there. peaceful besides the fact that they want to kill us. Correct. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, we're, we're OK. I, I remember uh, one of the guys I used to listen to on a radio station out of Boston in the late 90s used to say that um, so far all the terrorists are Muslims, um, but he says, of course, not all Muslims are terrorists. And then he would say, the, um, the extremist Muslim wants to kill you, and the moderate Muslim wants the extremist Muslim to yeah. kill you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember hearing that. It was the modern Muslim won't do anything about it. They're, they're, right. so they'd like to see it happen. So should they wear shirts? What? What kind I'm, of? I'm the modern Muslim. I'm not going to hurt you. And the other guy should wear another shirt. This is I'm here to kill you. <laughs> yeah, how right, he's to going to those shirts. With so the we arrow? can, you know, so we know who to shoot in war. I'm with the terrorists. I'm rooting for the other guy. So we know who not to kill when we go to war. Because you know, war has rules. <laughs> right. Now. We can't just kill anybody. We got can't kill that guy. Oh, that's. Well, it's like when they were giving out the arms in Ukraine, though, you saw people like louding it and say, "See, this is so important. We have to arm these people." Well, hold on a second, pump the brakes, and the rest of the crazy tinfoil hat Americans that are like, "Well, we need these firearms to be privately." Owned. Oh no, you don't. Well, you know, now here's your perfect example, and you know this conflict's been going on. Almost a whole year now, right? It's about eight months, has it been? I, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, and and the the history books, when we talk about this in years to come, and it comes up in conversations and whatnot, there's going to be some. Oh well, that was you know Ukraine. That was different. It's always going to be that was different. And I had a woman once that she's a you know very much so a leftist, and we're talking about socialism. So well, they didn't do it right back it, back then. I'm like, no, yeah, they, they did it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got it wrong. I didn't know there was a manual. Yeah, well, there right. is. It's there the Marxist, like, right, you know, the communist manifesto. Um, but you know. That's not the right flavor of socialism, and all of a sudden, what these people, whoever they are, their new flavor is going to be the right one. Yeah. Get out of here, you know? <laughs> exactly. Isn't he yeah. man of the year in time? Who? Zaleski. He was. Oh, he yeah. was Times Man of the Year. He he was. I I was listening to a podcast last year. No, no this, this year, year just came this out. Year. What man of the year of what? Fake covers. Bilking billions of dollars from the U.S. government. He's got the biggest scam going in the world. How much money does he have of ours right now? 
How much? Uh, well, I think what that one time they gave him forty billion. With and he just B? got another ninety-one billion. What are we up to? One hundred and thirty billion, one hundred twenty billion. This is all money we're borrowing from China too, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. See, it's <laughs> wonderful. It all works out. To be fair, he's I friends with too. Sean Penn. I mean, oh, let's give him that. Sean Penn was over there. So I saw this. Um, I the day uh, I was listening to a podcast that was recorded the day before the Time Magazine came out, and they had a list of all of the people that were candidates for Person of the Year. And I want to congratulate all of you because one of the pe- people of the year, uh, one of the candidates was, or one of the nominees was gun safety advocates. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, this is all my friends, right? This is everybody I know. Everybody I know is a gun safety advocate. At least we know where to find each other, right? And I'm like, hey, I called John the other day. I'm like, hey, dude, congratulations! Like, you, he's like, what are you talking about? I said, you were a nominee for the Time Man of the Year. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, gun rights advocates. But it's not us. It's the anti-gun wacko activists that they because uh, those are the about. the real gun safety real gun advocates. Safety. Oh right? yeah, those right. those guys. Right. Moms yeah. demand action. Still will not tell me where I could take their class on gun safety. I've asked them, and they have declined. Oh, to we comment. should all sign up for that. Yeah, yeah. that would be fun. There, well, there that is, would be yeah. a lot of fun. Now I'm friends with a lot of the guys from Florida Carry. Charlie, you know, yeah, of course, and you, of course. You, oh yeah, yeah, yeah we've we, all been we, we met last And there was a photo of some of the Florida Carry guys in an elevator with some of the moms demand. Yeah, yeah. They said it went well. I don't understand how that could go well, but I guess it was. Listen, it had its ups and downs. It wasn't an elevator, Dan. <laughs> oh, that was bad, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's uh, it's nuts. I had um, I went to a state uh, thing at the state capitol in Massachusetts this year, and I, I think it was over the summer, June, June or July, I forget. Um, but this was really funny, and this probably makes me a jerk. Um, one of the guys, they were giving out these stickers. This is said, the thing that's going to make him a jerk. Right. Yeah. The one. This is the it. This, this is the one this thing. This is the camel. <laughs> the straw that broke the camel's back. So um, there was, they were giving out these stickers that you know, said, fix this bill, fix this bill. And one of the guys says, hey, we're, um, we're having a contest to see who can get uh, the most stickers on the backs of the shirts, of the red shirts. Because there were some red shirts that were there. <laughs> And I'm like, like, oh, hi, how you yeah, doing with exactly. slap on the back? Kick oh, me. Exactly. <laughs> Completely. So I'm like, this is a challenge, man. Like, I'm up for playing games, and I want to be a winner. So I'm walking around. I'm like, nobody's putting stickers on these these ladies' shirts, right? So oh, that's funny. we got, like, every time. The stickers were hard to get the Like back an NRA on. sticker? No, it, it said, know, like, it said like, fix the bill, right? Oh, okay. And so I was like, well, I, we got to have these ready to go. So I pulled the corner off of one. And left left the you know the sticky part out, and so one of the ladies goes walking by, and I'm like, well, this is almost done. I gotta, I gotta do something about this. So I peeled this off. I ran up behind them. I'm like, hey, excuse me, can I can I ask you a question? <laughs> Put it right on her back. I'm like, you guys gotta watch this. And hey, what group was she with? She was with the mom's man. Oh, she was a red shirt. Yeah, that's hysterical. Absolutely. And so I said, hey, so you you, you know you believe in uh, you know gun rights and, and or gun safety, and I do too. And she's like, so good. This is great. I'm like, yeah. So. Uh, so what is it you believe in? She's like, well, I don't think people should be able to have guns. And I'm like, yeah, that's not really gun safety. <laughs> <That's not laughs> <not gonna, laughs> you have I no mean, idea what you're like talking about. It's like having right. driver's ed with no car. Right. Right. It's, right. it's really gun abstinence. <laughs> Abstinence-only education <laughs> exactly. really works. You know? Driver's yeah, we've, ed. We've learned that. We've yeah. learned that. That's funny, John. Driver's ed with no car. You could take the written test. <laughs> should, can right. I have a gun? No. <laughs> Done. That would be it. simple. Right? You failed. Everybody would it's be happy. It's a one-question test. No gun for you. John, you're the only one right now who loves New York. Well, I was going to put a little thing under it. Just, and we need to make t-shirts where I love New York and there's a picture of all of us kicking hopeful out of the state or something like that. 
That that because would be a problem. The administration's just it's whack. I feel bad for you <laughs> guys, and I mean, I'm in Jersey, and Jersey's awful as well. Um, mm. But I'm I was with you. I thought Zeldin had a shot, man. I did you know? too. Well, he I did really well. Did. I did, mean, and well, he, I think somebody's going to mention them for 2024 presidential, hmm. that or VP or something. So he said yesterday. Hmm. Possibilities. Well, it's two years out. Who knows? Right. But yeah. But, no, I thought he did well, and he helped a lot of. We got a lot of uh, other candidates elected. I think across the state, probably yeah. because he had such a useful organization as far as letting people know what was going. Because there was a lot of ads. I saw a lot of Zelda <coughs> ads. So that's. Well, you only lost by what four hundred thousand? It wasn't much. I, I right. that's how many. Oh, New York the City in the last two years. Probably the overnight the New York City votes. That's what it was. The last minute stuff. Sure. Shocking well, yeah, stuffing. The last minute stuff, stuffing. right? We can't. We can't tell you how many. We can't tell you when we're done counting because we didn't need to know how many votes we need. Yeah, because yeah. we need. Yeah, exactly. We need to know how many right. more we need to yeah. add. I saw. I saw something a week after uh, the election, and it said, "Listen, if the Democrats won, they they'd let you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it would be out." That's right. Why wouldn't they be cheering early on? You know, but but they don't know. You know, they're always well. Every about. situation went that way. Right. Every situation where there was early voting and you had to wait to count all went Democratic all across the country. There wasn't one Republican that won in that scenario. They're always tied and then overnight, oh look, another four hundred thousand votes show. Yeah. Lost Warnick and what you call it was less than a hundred thousand votes, the difference between the two. Well nobody said they yeah, were why didn't it down take, in Atlanta. But why didn't it take them extra long to count the Warnock uh Herschel Walker votes? All of a sudden Well they knew. I think because probably they didn't know there was going to be a runoff, so there wasn't early voting. If you know there's an election, there's going to be early. You can you can vote a month ahead of. Or a lot of these people. Vote so there wasn't early voting. Well, for we didn't the know because they didn't know there was going to be a runoff. So they had the election then because nobody won the majority. Yep. They had to have a runoff because there's a third party candidate in there somewhere. I don't know. So I guess my question is for the runoff: was it just a one day vote? Well, I think that's all they had time for. Oh, okay. Keep our stuff in the mail could take. You know, you never know. Yeah. I don't even know much about Warren. Well, he's we, a preacher, right? He's a Baptist a, preacher or something. <laughs> I mean, here at the table, we have New York, Massachusetts, and New Jersey, some of the three horrible, most horrible states for gun laws. I, it, you know, but it just, like, I don't know how you guys, you guys have a lot of the same stuff that we're dealing well, with. We, we, let's go down the checklist. Raise your hand if you've got high cap magazine restrictions. Here. <laughs> Raise your hand if you got assault ban restrictions. <laughs> Right? Raise your hand if they want to ban semi-autos. <laughs> right? Okay, there we go. Raise your hand if you have a lot of violent crime. Yeah. Oh, have, and you have to raise go. your hand. Massachusetts is the uh, most violent state in New England. In New England, yeah. That's it. I mean, Shocking. And we have the most, we have uh, our, our former AG, AG, the, attorney, uh, the anti-gun attorney general, is now our governor-elect. Um, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Why are people so stupid? Like seriously, this is only a half. What is wrong with voters? Are they that mushed in the head? It was like mashed potatoes. We talk about this stuff all. That's the guy that's going to make our state great. Do they really want? Do they really think that these laws and policies are going to help society, or are they just playing for their team? Just playing for their team. John, I have the answer. I think. First of all, people that aren't don't consider themselves left. Because once you consider yourself whatever, you accept certain sources as credible. You're watching the same news, you're hearing the same people, you're talking to the same group of people, you work in a place that's probably you know 95% in agreement with you. So they, they don't have any motivation in their own mind to look any further past that. That's why when we were talking about how 
most on the left miss half the information because they're not seeing all the stuff that we see because yeah. we see all the stuff <clears throat> they see because it's everywhere. But if you want to know anything, well, even things, just the other side of every issue, like you see, it'll, well, I'll talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. Okay, they told half the country, Hunter's, lied, Hunter's laptop had this, 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 and this. Nothing of, to worry about. They didn't tell you about all the other stuff that was on the laptop. No. They don't know. So a lot of times, I'm telling you, I'm getting deer in the headlights. When you, I talked about yeah. the uh, school supervisor, superintendent, who I always said, you know, a lot of parents around the country are having issues with what's going on in their schools or what they don't know about what's going on in their schools, all that stuff that parents want to be involved in. And he just looked at me like, well... My kids went through the system. I go, yeah, 30 years ago. <laughs> when they actually taught stuff in school, well, right? But then he's also said, he said, well, a lot of parents, just, they don't even, just don't know what's going on in school. I go, that's part of what I'm saying. They want to know. So anyway, there's just a lot of, I don't think they're actively trying to be stupid or actively trying to ignore information. They just don't have the motivation in their own narrative to go looking for more stuff. Just oh, they take don't what want we to. give you and then that's mm. good. That, but that's all the... It's all the left needs, you know. I put a thing up the other day that every time Republicans or conservatives say, we got you here, we got you there, if they can keep that information from half the people, it doesn't matter anymore. They, they're controlling. They have a controlling interest, I think. Well, there's, I think, also what you're saying, to to your point, is, uh, and lazy might not be the right word, but we could use it as a fill-in. And um, you have people on, that are left of center that like the control because you don't have to think. Right. If you're just told, you just you do this, 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 and this, and then when you come home, your flat panel TV will work. You will have your TikTok and your internet, and you know you could go to you know whatever chain restaurant on Fridays and have your appetizer sampler, and everything's happy. The CNN um, will always be available for you wherever you are. Yes, watch. absolutely. At the airport, giving in your you house. But that that's it. Giving, you know? you all, <laughs> giving you all the important information that you need. That's it. Well, it's, it's a, a, it's it's a, a recipe. family situation, but it's a mass hypnosis family situation. Sure. And when you're inside that, you're not questioning that because that would mean that's not being lazy, right? Right. You have to think, wait a minute, what's going on here? Maybe, might there be something else I could learn here? Most people are comfortable <clears> just feeling that they're right consensus goes a long way to making people feel like they're well, doing the right thing. And that's where my truth comes in. Because if they have that, that so-called my truth to latch on to, nothing else matters. But these are the same people that are saying, you got to listen to facts, you got to do this, yeah. the truth matters. And then when, like you say, when it comes right down to the personal level, no. This, and I think that's a, I try to do that in conversations. People talk about this stuff that they heard on the news. How does that affect you? What does that, what does that do to you? So you're taking a side, which, okay, you can, but it has nothing to do with you. It doesn't affect you at all. And because it doesn't affect you, you really don't know a heck of a lot of about it. So you're out there proclaiming you're, you're, you're taking a stand. And if you, know, you get 80 million people doing that, you got a wave going on out there. Oh, yeah. you know? Hard to overcome. Yeah. A lot of effort. Yeah. I don't know. Can we deport them? <laughs> what? Well, why don't we trade them? What's so funny? Well, if they want to do gun control, let's just have gun control for Democrats. Don't let any Democrats own. And that's it. Like, fine. here's the thing. And at the end of the day, I'm not pushing. Like, you know, if you you don't want to own a firearm, fine. that's fine. Like, don't own one. I don't I'm not saying firearm. you thou shall own a firearm, right? I'm not saying that. But the people that want so-called safety and gun safety and whatever. 
They're saying, no, we don't want anyone to have guns. That's it. So you want to control not only the device, but also the people. So you want to yeah. keep it out of my hands because well, you all. don't like it. That's like right. the helmet law in New Jersey. They were just right. talking about that in um, Gun for Hire. Is a, they're trying to push an adult bicycle helmet law. So now you have to wear, you know, and this is a law. And it's like, well, it keeps people safe. But, like, let the people decide yeah. on their own. We talked about this last week. We talked about... All the rules and regulations that come down, whether they're good for you or not, doesn't matter. I, as an adult, you should be able to make your own decision. Just like, you know, we talked about, Anthony and I did the show last week, and we talked about uh, future generations slowly losing their freedoms and not recognizing it because they just, you know, it happens slowly. Just like our grandparents probably looking at us and saying, do you guys understand how much of your freedoms you've lost since we were your age? And one of the things we brought up was seatbelts. But we look at it as a common thing. I actually, and I like wearing my seatbelt because I feel safer or whatever. But the fact, the fact that it's a that it's a law now doesn't give me the option anymore. Right. You know, it might be good, and helmets might be good, but it, you don't have the option anymore. So it's a little bit more of your freedom. So two generations. In the future, what do you think it's going to look like? You're going to be wearing a helmet in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not only are you going to be wearing a helmet be, on your bicycle. And they're going to press the button. And you're going to have oh, your in oh. intravenous uh, uh, vaccines right as soon as you get in your car. You're going to have to plug in. You get stabbed. <laughs> 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 What's well, today's see, vaccine list? Okay, well, you know that you have to wear, pass. the law in New York is backseat too. You have to wear a seatbelt? I didn't know that. Yes, it's a New York state law. You have to wear a seatbelt in the back. And yet John loves New York. Look at the hat. Well, tomorrow, I'm Nobody rides in my Look back seat. I don't have a back seat in most of my cars. Just two seats. So, so it doesn't affect us. So your truck has. Oh, that, yeah, your see, Corvette. This, 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 is, why yeah. this hey. is why he doesn't care about it. I ban yeah. 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 back seats. His, I don't even his, have them. His bathtub's with wheels. The bathtub wheels doesn't have a back seat. His Corvette? Yeah, none of them do. How many Corvettes do you have now, Dan? Too many. Only I only have three. I only have three. Well, I'd like a lot more. I mean, come on, Anthony. He's the the Mustang guy, but he's he's got seats in his back in the back of his car. Yeah. Well, you can't fit anybody back there. I tried to get in the back. I couldn't get out. Well, that's not a. <laughs> that's not a <laughs> well, normal that's not the seats. I, car I have that problem. <laughs> I have that problem <laughs> with my Subaru. Okay, right. so I just got an SUV. And he's blaming that on the car. <laughs> could not. Could not. I got in the back. I'm like. Holy crap, I'm not getting out of here. Get the Vaseline. <laughs> oh, God. Anthony it was Vaseline super tight back there, man. I could not believe it. I said, water I, said soluble. I don't want to put anybody back here. I feel bad for her. My daughter's back there. She's like, how's it back there? He stunts her girl. <laughs> no, or my Mustang. Oh, it's awful. I can't even put a dog back there. Sold the Mustang. He's have the Mustang. Yeah, no, I sell everything. <laughs> you guys want motorcycles? Two on the other room. Yeah, we oh we got to show you. There's a see, aside from this from our studio, the loaded mic bike. There's a, a whole storage room full of goodies. Oh, it's goodies. Yeah, lots of goodies around. Should have here. a Christmas sale. Some are moving. I'm some moving stuff out between Christmas and New Year's. Going for the training theater, the whole monitor rigs. That's four things. You got like eight billion things oh, out no, there. No, there's more than four. Trust me, <laughs> it'll make a big hole. I'm loaded right to the door. I can't. Oh even yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Right there. It's there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're gonna smoke cigars out there later. Anyway, so, you know, okay, so here, so here we are. Biden's arming the world. He's disarming Americans. Uh, Anthony now, he, ha he can't even carry his freaking slingshot anymore in public. Charlie can't have more than 
How many rounds? Uh, ten. Ten rounds, yeah. Ten rounds. We so got this. We, here's, uh, this is this is what I love about the the magazine nonsense. You can only have magazines that have ten rounds. You can carry as many as you want. Yeah, that's great. Right. You can have a whole bag of magazines. You get pulled over. You got like 12 magazines in all your pockets. What's going on, sir? Well, you said I can only carry 10, but I have 90 like rounds on me. It's like selling right. four packs of cigarettes. Yeah, you can have 20 cartons in your back seat. Sir, what's in the backpack? Uh, they'll be fresher that way. <laughs> yeah, they'll be magazines. fresher that right. way. Yeah. Magazines. Yeah. The kind you read. You're giving me a sensory overload. There's too much happening all at once. <laughs> this is all for me sitting in the back of my father's 63 Electro with no seatbelts in the back seat and smoking Winston's in the front. Getting the hot air. And no air conditioner, right? right? No hot as hell. No air conditioner. No seatbelt. That was the oh. for rich people. Yeah. Uh, Formed a lot of my <laughs> childhood memories. <laughs> 1963. That wasn't even thought of. Yeah. I drove, I drove that car. It's the first car I had an accident. It's the same car as on the Wonder Years. Just for reference. Yeah, 63 Silver Buick Electra. Fine he's got, cars, a, he's got fine a few cars. years on us. A little bit. He's doing all right, though. Anyway, so. Hmm. So, yeah. So, we got to go to break, but I just wanted to. Uh, at least well, what I want to know is, is the guy that got released the Merchant of Death, right? Yes. Is he also a criminal in Russia or not? No. Uh, no, he's a hero in he's Russia. He's a hero. Okay, that's the point. So, right. you're giving him a hero back. You're not. And we're getting. They're not going to walk him And up, we're getting. Right? Uh, oh we don't gosh. know what we got back. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? Give him probation and say, all right, listen, uh, here's some probation. We'll uh, yeah. come back in three months. We'll have well, some that, check. That's something you need to check, right? What we should have a drone on him all the time. Like, right. I don't know, but I don't know how long he was Do we here. know how long he was in prison here? What was his sentence? Since the Nick Cage movie came Dan, out. Dan, But he, he's <laughs> been... Since the Nick Cage movie. <laughs> he's been... A good name, right? I watched that a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, it's right? a good name. Like he's been arming terrorist groups for, you know, that, that was his thing. I mean, yeah. so... But that's okay with the left wingers. Well, look at Biden. Doesn't are, doesn't hurt us. May, maybe that's why Biden wanted him to go free, so him and so they could talk shop because Biden armed the Taliban, <laughs> right? And this guy's going to go back out, and so. So I wonder if the anti-gunners think that if they pass laws, it'll affect people like him, right? The people that are killing millions. Of people. No, right? <laughs> no. So stupid. You think? Yeah, it's pretty stupid. Um, stupid. When we come back after break. Um, our very own John Petrolino wrote an article for uh, Bearing Arms I want to talk about. So we will be right back after this. Discover Simul TV, a new streaming platform with over 100 channels of live stream content and video on demand movies, family friendly shows to classic and blockbuster movies. Subscribe today and get so much for so little. Stream in harmony on Simultv.com. The media and politicians create terms like gun violence and ghost gun and assault weapon to change the narrative around guns in America. The entire anti-gun fear campaign is built on the reactive emotions of people who don't know any better. And the media seeks their support for gun restrictions. In Good Gun, Bad Guy, I give you the behind-the-scenes look into the mind of the anti-gun radical, because before we can defeat them, we need to understand their tactics. Good Gun, Bad Guy 2 exposes the media strategies used to create a perpetual state of irrational gun fear and hatred toward gun owners. Good Gun, Bad Guy 3 reveals the political motives behind the gun grab why the left wants an unarmed population, and what we can do to thwart their efforts. 
The anti-Second Amendment radicals started this evil game. Good gun, bad guy is the rule book they hoped you would never see. Go to goodgunbadguy.com to get your copy or purchase the entire series. Um, boy, a lot of talk about Biden and arming, arming terrorists and, and letting, you know, KGB, KGB or K, yeah, KGB, KGB, right? KGB, <laughs> get this LGB, KGB, yeah. we don't know. <laughs> They're all, the th- that's that's the, the three-letter agencies, the KGB, <laughs> FBI, what, what, <laughs> what, what, ATF. Hey, I wonder what his Strange pronoun Beth could fellows. be, the merchant of death. What could we call him? What are his pronouns? Yeah, what can we look at his pronoun based on his traits? He used to be called Mister. <laughs> I'm a, the Mister of Death. If you're a merchant, you're, you're being merchant. called Sir or Ma'am, and yeah, that's exactly. it. <laughs> sir, sir, Sir Death, Sir Death, yeah. Sir Death. So speaking of three-letter words, I heard yesterday, and I didn't verify it, but it sounds incredible that they found that twelve ex-Twitter employees, the people that got fired, yes, were ex-FBI. Really? I used to work at the FBI. Is this part of the, the Twitter dumps by Elon Musk? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, no, I think it was separate from that. Some other, somebody else looked into something. It was on Scott Adams. I don't know. So he'll tell you it might not be true. But I thought it sounded interesting. But I told a couple people that, and they're like, hmm. <laughs> okay, that doesn't sound like it's really far off. Like, it would not be possible, the, right? The, the Twitter dumps, I and mean, the irony of it is with Jack Dorsey had the audacity to tweet that um, well, you know, if you're gonna you're gonna give the information and put it put it all out, okay, right. Jack. Really, <laughs> I think you're right, Jack. Maybe somebody should have done that like a while ago. Yeah, isn't yeah. Jack gonna what be a, in trouble for lying to Congress? You know, I don't know. Hmm? Yeah, he lied under oath. Obviously, he's probably gonna say he didn't know about it. That's what he's gonna say. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm just saying that's what he's gonna say. <laughs> right. Well, it sounds like from all the emails and stuff that they're uncovering that they probably have enough to. To prove that he did know about a lot of this stuff. I mean, there had to have known. There's email exchanges that we're starting to see that are just, I mean, pretty clear. Well, he's responsible regardless, right? If you're right. the boss, you're responsible. But then you go to Congress and that didn't happen. <laughs> Jack, you mm-hmm. liked that tweet right yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, I didn't do that. My kid did it. My kid hit that one. My kid stole my Jack. But, but Jack, you don't have any kids. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, details, I got, there is some details. sad news. I just want everybody to know that, um, you know, of all the people leaving Twitter, um, I'm sure you guys will all be upset that uh, Elton John has decided to I leave saw that. Twitter. Goodbye, Piano Goodbye. Man. Goodbye, Yellow Brick so Road. So long, Yellow Brick Road. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> because of misinformation or no something. No one cares. He just played that big farewell yeah, concert, too, Nobody right? really cares, do that, they? No one cares about that fossil. No one. Goodbye. Bye-bye. They all think they're important. I know. Hollywood thinks they're important. No one cares about you. They really like Jim Carrey. Well, I'm leaving. Okay, okay. bye. One directional comedian. <laughs> bye. Your what same is, stupid I, stuff I, your whole life. I, 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 really? <laughs> you really have this. If you watch Jim Carrey's movie or any serious movie, Listen. he does the same stupid crap the whole time. Listen, right? Fire Marshal Bill was an artist. There okay? you go. So you need oh, to. Great. 
Hold your tongue, sir. Right. All, any movie he's in, he does the same <laughs> stuff. He's showing you can see the depth in the character. Right. <laughs> right. You know, you know, Twitter is not an airport. You do not have to announce your departure. Right. <laughs> we don't care. Well, that, and that's the thing that they they want everybody to know that they're leaving. Why? Just leave. Uh, right. Just leave. We don't care. Nobody cares. Don't like people leaving Facebook. Well, I'm leaving. Okay. Take the yeah. other but, losers right. with you. I, I, I'm leaving, but I'm, I'm going to open a new account under a different right. name because uh, you want me to yeah. talk you out of it. This isn't right? you leaving an Italian family party. It's going to take you 45 minutes yeah, right, to, to, get out, right, to get out the door. <laughs> you know. And then, <laughs> oh, well, we're leaving. Okay, good. I'll pour myself another cup of coffee. Yeah, <laughs> we right. got time. Yeah, <laughs> Hollywood just thinks they're important. It's crazy. What everybody does, though, really, I mean, I, I encounter that on a personal level with local musicians, especially like they're just they're all self-important. This matters. Well, who are you? You know, well, I, there's a few I got, of them. well, there's a bunch of them that are like they have no track record of success, no track record of people liking them, no track record of anything. They're the first ones out there telling you all what you should do. If you do. And it's worse than that. It's not even you should do this. If you do this, it'll probably in the future make the scene a better place. <laughs> <laughs> nice cause and effect you got going on there. Probably Very persuasive. in the future. Probably in the future. Right. Shaming yeah. people into doing things. That's what, but that's what happens in, on a large scale and a small scale. It happens locally. People try to shame you into doing the right thing according mm. to them. Because some people weird. can be motivated motivated by that. Right. Well, and that's they, why they're afraid of any us finding out all the other information because they realize that <laughs> they were motivated by something like that. Well, all these other people, if somebody told me to go get a gun and shoot my father, I would do that. It's ludicrous, but it's present, right? It's there all the time. Well, that, and that's the thing. Like, you brought up the, the gun topic, and it's like they think, and it's all projection. We talk about projection all the time. But they think that if you feel guilty, then you'll be more motivated to do something because, because when they feel guilty, they're motivated to do the same thing. They can relate to the guilt feeling pretty well. <laughs> just, just like yeah. with guns, when they say, you know, you, you know I don't trust you with guns, it's because they don't trust themselves with guns. Right. They, even, they even come right. out and say it sometimes. And we're going to have some video clips later that will show you what the, the anti-gunners really think about uh, gun ownership. And, well, what and you said is, 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 is pretty critical, because basically what you said is that that's what they think it is to be a human being. I'm affected by all these things. And most of my left-wing friends are just way more reactive than my right-wing friends. Usually the right-wing guys will say, well, let's think about Let's see what's going on. Then the left wing people are like, ah, I get yelled at. Every time I get yelled at by a person anywhere he's, on a gig, it's he's always. the biggest instigator. Oh, he is. No. Just, I just, just want to know what's going on. Just request him and just watch his feeds. <laughs> you just see that it goes from one comment to 700. I love it. I love it. And John if, just pops in. Well, what if we do that? <laughs> 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 they obviously have things they the want pot. to talk about. You I'm, know what I mean? I'm banned for 30 days because I said, effing white people. They said it was a hate speech. I go, so I wrote back to Facebook. I go, I'm white, stupid. How's it? How's it a hate speech if I'm white? Well, well, actually, all I said was you're hating white on yourself. Doing rap like a, they were they were singing like <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Two white people were singing Snoop Dogg at like a karaoke bar. He's like, white guys doing this. I go, effing white people, and then boom, thirty days. I go, really? But I said, but a left winger can say whatever he wants. Oh, I tore them up, and they're, oh, they didn't give my days back. I'm still on. I'm, I got 18 <laughs> left. Oh, I went deep wow. on the uh, review board. Oh, I go, you bunch of clowns. Oh, well, it was like this Oh, you effing white people. Oh. Dear sirs. Or, uh, I just went deep on them. But even even less than that, yesterday I called somebody an idiot in a tweet, and it came up and saying, some people will not be 
don't like seeing this. You know what I mean? You don't I, look. And, I, and they said, you know, either delete or publish anyway. And I'm like, tweet. Publish. But it's really weird. I'm surprised that those rules are still like floating around in Instagram. In just like that. I say stuff all the time on Instagram. I, I went I went deep on the exchange, and they're like, well, this is this seems similar to ones that reported. Yep, send it. <laughs> Spend a lot of time online, don't you? And on the bottom, I said, "F you." <laughs> what? What? Free speech? Boop, send it. I just send them all. And every time I get the message, "Oh, this is a hate speech," send it. <laughs> I don't. Oh, you're gonna come and arrest me? <laughs> so that's a rule. If it gets flagged as hate speech, we should uh, publish it every so time. Stupid. I was on Facebook the other day, and I'm sharing. So now I'll share something under my professional account, and then I'll take that, and then I'll share that share through my personal, so to you know get it further out. And it's like you know you're trying to share an article, and you you didn't read this. You didn't Open it up, right? I, I wrote the article. Just share it. I mean, I know what That's it is. Funny. And every time I go to share it, it's like, you didn't read this. You did not open it. Do you still want to share it? I'm like, that yes. I know the guy. Yeah. Right. I, I personally know this I guy. I know this guy. I wake up every morning with, with the That's not in the algorithm. No, they don't right. check. No, that. they don't. They don't have that. No, bi- that no bi-directional testing. They, they going want. On they want to make sure that you read the article for. What if I don't want to read it? I like the headline. Bing. Right? <laughs> there you go. They got me there. I did not read the article since it's been published. Right. Correct. I read it when I was editing it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, it's, just, it's just so crazy. This world's it's crazy, funny, man. Funny. Can't even say anything anymore. Everybody's afraid. afraid by everything. If you say something, somebody else is going to do something terrible. It's your fault. Yeah. Just live up to it. Except back in the day, I mean, you remember getting beat with the paddle from the principal, right? No. I did. I was I was a good kid. No, you. I didn't miss oh, a day stop. of school for oh, thirteen years now. of school. Well, <laughs> now this show day. got shut down. We got. We got I think I think we're on two strikes with YouTube for the loaded mm-hmm. mic, and it's because I interviewed Chris Bagard, uh, the guy who did who produced the movie uh, Capital Punishment. Did you oh, guys see that one? No, I haven't heard this. So it was a whole. It was a documentary about what actually happened on January sixth, and he would show. And, and this episode, if this episode, just because I'm talking about it now, it's going to probably get banned on YouTube, so I don't care. But Chris, I interviewed him, and he was, the movie talks about how um, the Capitol Police were letting people in, and how uh, Antifa members were, dre- were going in the bushes and dressing up in, in Trump gear and going in and starting stuff. And he's got footage of it. You guys got to see Capital Punishment. But um, so... Yeah, so we got uh, had a couple episodes pulled. We could try to save this episode, allegedly. Uh, that stuff allegedly uh, happened. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Thanks, John. John's trying to save us from the... Right. From no, he's like, YouTube. you don't care if our episode doesn't air, but, I mean, we came from Massachusetts and Jersey, Dan. <laughs> well, then I'll tell you what. We'll edit that part out. So now people are just hearing this part. We'll edit that part out. They're going, what, what are, are they talking about? Just go, just go. <laughs> right? No, I, it's crazy. I didn't know that you had uh, you hit that, the censorship. Yeah, I wish I knew. I would have written about it. Yep. Well, hey, we can still we can still do yeah, it. But we'll do it. It's evergreen. Um. So yeah. So okay. So yeah, we'll we'll edit that. Out. We'll only put. No. That, how about this? We only put that on the Rumble. It, there we go. Yeah. So so if you're watching YouTube right now and you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, go to Rumble. There I hear go. that all the time. Yeah. So you're gonna wuss out and just let YouTube run your life? Oh, 
Everything Dan said was a legend. It is a legend. Well, my pronouns are a legend. A legend. All right. That's one. Pronouns is plural. So what is the second? Allege? Supposedly. I go by my pronouns are allege and alleged. Perhaps. Possibly. I want to get to this this article that John Petrolino wrote, and it's it's awesome because what it does is it talks about um, basically Jersey doing the same thing that New York has done. Uh, New Jersey Senate had a committee meeting concerning the fate of New Jersey's uh, Kerry Killer right bill. Uh, that's uh, Assembly four seven six nine and Senate three two one four. Correct. Yes, and that's I just call it Kerry Killer because I can't remember the numbers. I never can so many those. years yep. of numbers. I can re- never remember them either. Um, Tell us a little bit about about what it was, and then I want to talk about the 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 racist uh, sure the racist angle of the whole thing that, yep, that the yep. Democrats so, have. Um, Jersey, everybody tuning in probably is aware of the New York State Rifle Pistol Association versus Bruin decision, and this is the one that you know removes the subjective criteria for getting you know permits to carry. There's no more. Hey, why do you want this? It doesn't matter why I want it, right? You, you have to give it to me if I'm a law-abiding citizen. The end. So, like all of this stuff, and even like Massachusetts and all these other states, like, wh- why are you interviewing this guy? Like, I'm going to interview you to get a carry permit. There's no purpose to interview you because it doesn't have an objective standard. So it's all, you know, has to be objective, not subjective. So New Jersey is now that um, the attorney general, like the day or two after, I think it was the day after the uh, decision came down from the Supreme Court, uh, said, okay, we're not going to enforce justifiable need anymore. So now that means the peasants are allowed to get their permits to carry because that was the big thing that held us back, the justifiable need standard. Same thing, good cause in New York, same thing in Jersey, right? And we had also in New York... uh, good, so it was first originally it was proper cause in New York, right. and then they changed it to good moral character. Again, and that's so. subjective because I mean I think you're moral as hell, Dan. I think I'm <laughs> I think and you're because, a very because, and because the sheriff has a second degree in psychology. It's like yeah, that guy's yeah. crazy. I I know him. He's crazy. Oh yeah. Right. Like, who? right. Yeah, the, the uh, I I've gone out and said that the uh, the people that are judging our good moral character, or the woman that's judging our good moral character, character just replaced someone that was uh, got out of uh, kicked out of office on sexual harassment charges. And, and not only yeah, that, and fannies well, and killing grannies. Exactly. While Cuomo was in office in New York, and he was getting old folks killed in nursing homes because of his horrible COVID policies, uh, and he had to resign. Uh, because of his sexual misconduct in the office. Guess who was his lieutenant governor the whole time, was there the entire time, and never spoke out? Rat-face Hochul. As Anthony calls her, Rat-face Hochul. So she's there the whole time, right? And she knows what's going on, and yet... So, so I guess he appoints her. I don't know. Maybe they had a deal. Is, is she, is she going to bring him back? Who knows what's going to happen, but... Uh, she can pardon. Uh, she's got that idiot Delgado. She is she pardon? Is, is that working in the New York State? Same as those local nationally, governor pardon people. Was was he even convicted of a crime? He just resigned. Yeah, right? Yeah, he just resigned. No, I mean, I think he was never convicted. He resigned to just go away. Right. And then you know, they're yeah. not. She's not going to bring up charges. Governor yeah. Nipple Ring is going to be fine, I think, in the end. That's of right. Didn't he have? 
They showed a couple a, of barbells. You know, you could see him as like skin tight shirt. And yeah, he Brooklyn, likes when you, you put know, like jumper cables on. It's like wow. Yeah. I'm like, hey man, you want to do that, but just don't wear that shirt, man. Right. Uh, wear, first wear, of wear a relaxed shirt. <laughs> nice Can you imagine shirt. the pain of doing that? I, I not that either. there's anything wrong with that. No, there is something wrong. <laughs> there is something wrong with piercing your nipples. There's something wrong with that. Get your teeth caught. It's gotta hurt. You know, have you ever had a purple nurple? What? Yeah. Yeah, that hurts. Wow. Imagine getting a freaking needle stuck through it. <laughs> Let's talk about this some more, Dan. <laughs> so, right, so, so, so what does this have to do with John's <laughs> article? <laughs> so, so maybe on the next show, Dan, get his nipple pierced. <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll do that. Uh, this is a very I'll bring special a cork, Christmas. You bring an ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just hammer it through like olden days. We'll get one of those things. Put it right on the, the table. Oh, oh, wow. Got to get it hard first, though. Nice. Right, we got way this is our Christmas episode. This well, what else are we supposed to talk about? That's right. I was going to bring a Santa hat. So. I was going to bring one. I couldn't find any yesterday. They were all gone. Uh, man. So, let's let John get back to his right. art. So Jersey is is on the crazy train like New York's was called the Concealed Carry Improvement Act. Right, right. So Jersey's trying to improve their law that was perfect for 60 years. There's nothing wrong with our law. Now all of a sudden there's a lot wrong with the law when the peasants are allowed to carry their pitchforks, right? Right, right. So, um... <laughs> Part of the the law that changed and the, the bill is um, you know the sensitive places and you're going to have to and it's going to be the same thing with New York if it's private property you have to get the affirmative permission in order to carry on the property and that might even be in the form of like written permission as in a letter in your hand it might not even be a sign. So let me interrupt you for one second. So what that means basically is that the private business owner has no say in in what they can do in their own business. This is socialism working its way in. Well, he he, he or she can if they post a sign they and they say you're, or they give that letter of permission. So, you know. But it's, otherwise, the state's making that decision right. for it's them. It's definitely not their business, their choice, right? It's, right. The, you know, and it, the way it works now is pretty well where, you know, those that say thou shall not carry a firearm, they post that sign, right? And if there's that sign on a business, you see, well, you, you or I or, or Charlie might say, well, I'm not going to shop there, you know, to disarm and have to shop there or whatever. But that business may say, look, I have to post this because of my insurance, you know? Like, right. there's a million reasons why or whatever. And, like, you can take it or leave it, right? But you have to go out of your way to make your you know, position known. At least if you don't put a sign, it's like, well, you don't have to take a stance, right? You're not taking right, right. a stance. You're right. taking a stance by posting thou shall not. Right. You know, you could still be vehemently anti-gun, anti-rights, anti-firearms, but you're a good businessman. It says, well, why do I want to cut off 50% or 30% of the population? Makes you know? no sense. So this is the, these kind of laws, right. they totally ignore human motivation, right? Right. Well, we'll do this and nothing will happen. Well, no, you're making a perfect point where you might alienate a whole bunch of people that might shop at your business. And that's And, and that's negative. like, you know, you do, I understand people that want to take stands about stuff and say, well, I don't believe in this, so I don't want those people shopping. Well, you know, the only color or sex creed, whatever, any business owner should be seeing is green. And that's it, right? And that's it. That's um, So with this, uh, you know, bill... Who came out to support the bill? And this was, they came out to support the bill after they said, hey, excuse me, can you put a couple of carve-outs in there? And all of the retired police are not going to be subjected to most of these, you know, laws if it becomes, it's going to become law. So gotcha. um, 
the PBA, New Jersey PBA filled out their president as the president of PBA filled out this slip saying we are in support of, you know, this law coming into effect, along with two other policemen organizations, and as well as the quotes in there saying, you know, this is a good law, blah, 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 blah. So you want to keep the people continue to keep the people disarmed where we're not, you know, um, you know, responsible enough for our own entertainment where we can be responsibly legally armed out in society. But somehow the police, uh, you know, or retired police should be able to continue to enjoy these carve outs. And, you know, like we've never seen what was at the uh, was it an FBI agent that did a a backflip in Florida and shot somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's I call it the dancing FBI agent. Exactly. So like these things don't happen in particular with the police. Right. Well, most Um, of them can't dance. Exactly. Um, and there's like a whole bunch of history in the article. It's over there in Bearing Arms, and it talks about how the police union, the PBA, going way back to the 20s. I think that's the article that you just got yep. there, Dan. Uh, you know, he supported this anti-revolver law, the PBA president, and part of getting re- re-elected to the PBA was the fact that he was anti-gun, and he went after our rights, and this is yep. in the 20s. Which, you know, things in the 20s in Jersey and Atlantic City and the boardwalk and the bootleg is a little bit different than Jersey now, but still, it's the same mechanisms, you know. It's all about control. Disarm the good people and then let the criminals, the criminals write their own carry permits. They said, I'm just going to carry a gun. Write their own set of rules. You know? Um, So, but part of this drama here uh, with the bill, and there's a lot, Dan. There's a lot of material on this bill. This is like one article I did about it, and one of the things that you had pointed out was... You know, uh, Assemblyman John McKeon had made the the statements in one of the committee meetings saying, like, do you really think it's good that people in Patterson and Newark and Elizabeth and Camden have, like, increased access to guns? You really want these people to have more guns? Pretty much what he said. He didn't say these people. He might as well have, though, because— Because you know where all the the blacks and Latinos live, Exactly, and I broke down the demographics, and it was— I was really mad when that soundbite came out because I I was off by like a 24-hour news cycle. So like Colleon Noir reported on it like yeah. really good. I'm like, I'm looking like the guy picking up the scraps, but I've been following it. Um, and we all broke down the demographics. Don't worry, we, John, we trust you. We know. <laughs> right. It's all about clicks, Dan. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, you know, but it, it, was, uh, it was a thing and it's being... Uh, put out there, and people know. And it was no different than Danielson, who was the primary sponsor for the assembly version of the bill, saying this has nothing to do with criminals or stopping crime. This has to do with affecting the law-abiding citizens. So, like, right there, like, how is this not null and void? Like, under the lens of New York State Rifle Pistol Association versus Bruin, how is any of this going to really stand? Like, just the motives alone is, like, poison... You know, poison fruit, fruit from a poison tree. Yep. Yep. You know, like come on. Well, and, and just and, and just to clarify, first of all, I, I you know I I value everything you write. I, I think you're always on it. You're always one step ahead, and you're always working on the most important stuff. So so thank you for doing that. And if people want to check out your article, where where's the best place to go? Um, you know what, I have the the Pen Patriot Facebook page. If you want to follow that, and I try to aggregate everything through there. Um, also, I'm on Instagram, Jay Petrolino, III, uh, JohnPetrolino.com, ThePenPatriot.com, or Linktree. Um, I have a Linktree. I don't know if you use that at all. 
Uh, but if you go to any of my social media areas and find me, and you can also email me directly. I'll just do a plug now. Uh, people have news tips. I want to hear them around the country, wherever. Exactly. I don't care. Yeah. If it's gun-related, Second Amendment-related, I want to hear about it. And you can email me at john at thepenpatriot.com. So Excellent. if you can't find my work, you can email me and ask me where it is. I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Bearing Arms and Ammo Land primarily. And we're going to get to Charlie here in a minute because Charlie's doing some pretty cool stuff. But before we get to Charlie, I see how much time we got. Um, I want to talk. What, I want you to go a little more in depth on the racist component of this. Now, they, because they know where black people, the majority of black people are living and Latinos are living in Jersey. Right. I mean, you're talking about what towns? So I think McKeon mentioned Patterson, Elizabeth. Uh, Newark and Camden. I think those are the four cities, and they are like some of the heaviest of black and Latino cities. Like in, you know, Camden used to be the murder capital of the country. Like it was one of the most dangerous cities in the country at one point, and they're actually doing some different things. We won't go down off in the weeds, but yes, these are predominantly minority cities, and this, you know, assemblyman is making a comment like we don't want. These cities to be more armed, but I'm they're reading. not going out and getting permits. The criminals are. No. Right? No. I mean, Ever. the law-abiding black no. people and the law-abiding oh, Latinos yeah. will get the permits, right? Right. right. You know? But they're just, you know, so gonna, like that's going to skew their numbers if we have legal gun owners. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. terrible. What is but, that going to do if you no, have, you know, Bobby can't have a gun. Yeah, Jose can't have a gun. No. Well, no. And, and we're always. It's really the. It seems to be the leftists are really so. They're so racist in so many ways, and they just have a way of deflecting their racism. And that was okay for him to say that. And he was baited into making the comments he made, but he made them. But he how said are people that. not pissed? Well, where's where's the um, you how are know people not upset about his the words? ACLU or the NAACP right. on this right. stuff? Like this is egregious garbage. Double standard. And correct. and the raising of the fees, like the fees are going to go up for pistol purchaser. This doesn't just affect carry; it affects procurement of firearms. It it affects the uh, proliferation of ammunition. It prolif uh, the um, you know the carrying arms. It, it affects every single element of firearm ownership procurement in New Jersey. It also affects mental health care and people. And this is a whole different thing that I'm going to write about um, for the Second Press. Is another site that I write for, uh, Braden Langley. I got a, a news tip from him that I've been working on, and the mental health aspects of this, where just like the Safe Act has made a very big chilling effect for people to get care. Like you can't see a marriage counselor without you being subjugated to getting your 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 firearms confiscated. Right. So people are less likely to want to go seek mental help. Right. Mental health help. Because they'll put it as domestic. Right. And, and, right. and once you get domestic, anything your your guns are gone. Right. Well, they mental. They, it's like they just do this mental health like. Um, a fitness of health, like check on you, and then to say you're flagged and you're in this system that's like near impossible Once you're to, in the to system, get out, get out of, out right? And right. In Jersey, they're creating a similar situation to where somebody that was voluntarily committed to something, if you voluntarily commit yourself to anything, they're just gonna be like, you're gonna be a disqualified person. That's like saying, hey, I need a, like a, you know, I need a timeout. Like that's not allowed. Like. Whatever, you know? I did that years ago. I just thought about it when you said that. I went for some group therapy things way back in the 90s or something just to check it out. You know, I'm thinking, well, maybe there's some cool drugs I can get. I don't know what I was thinking, you know? 
it up. But yeah, but then you're in the system. I wonder if I'm in the system. Oh, I got to check that you're out. You're in there. You're in there. Did you show them your you driver's license? Probably. Yeah. Did you give them your insurance card? Uh, you know? didn't have any insurance. I paid cash. Maybe I'm maybe I'm got saved by not having an insurance. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. You Were know? you on Quaaludes? No. You sure? I was just on a show with uh, with with Paul uh, Lathrop on the. Daily Second Bullet. Man, yeah, the Daily Bullet, or the Weekend the Bullet. Weekend Bullet, right. And we talked about, um, we talked about how, you know, using credit cards now, everybody's using credit cards. It's just so easy. And the new generation, uh, they're, they're using credit cards. They don't even carry cash. And it's not good because you've got credit card companies wanting to monitor and limit your gun purchases or you're buying ammo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you've got UPS... And FedEx being encouraged by the Democrats to 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 know what's in the packages if it's coming from FFLs from gun dealers and stuff like that. So they're trying to monitor and and halt gun purchases through credit cards and through now through shipments through through FedEx and UPS. So, you know, I guess the point was use cash. I guess if you can, right? If you if I'm going to go to a gun shop and buy something, I'm probably going to use cash. But, but eventually, I, I would imagine you're not going to be able to. A lot of places don't take cash anymore. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And Danny's wow. wrapping us up. So before we get into the into that, um, let's take another quick break. We'll be right back. Thanks so much for watching this Christmas special episode on Rumble. We're also on the Simul TV, Right America Media, and Key Radio Networks. And if you want the podcast, you can find us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. We're there. I'm Dan Wass, and the Second Amendment is not a privilege. It's your right.